Chapter 5 January came. Dylan went to the food storage room to count up what the family had left. He realized there was only enough food for another six weeks. They were only halfway through the winter. Neighbors said the heaviest snows were yet to come. Dear God, he prayed, it was my idea to move the family here, and now I don't think we can survive our first year. I can't ask our neighbors for help because they are barely getting by themselves. Please help us. That night, Dylan shared the desperate situation with Michaela. They prayed right then and for the next three nights. On the fifth night, they gathered the children together and explained to them the serious problem facing the whole family. They asked the children to join them in prayer. Dear God, they prayed. This frightening situation does not seem to have any solution we can see. Please help us get through to springtime. We love you and know you hear our prayers. Amen. Chapter 6 Early Saturday, the last day of January, Erin rose first and went to the window to see how much snow fell that night. She stared in disbelief. She closed her eyes, rubbed, and opened them again, trying to focus clearly. But it wasn't her eyes. It was really there. The snow was pink. She raced to her parents' room, then to Tom's, and back to her sister's room, yelling, Get up! Get up! The snow is all pink! They dressed quickly and went out to see the snow, even though it was zero degrees. They were used to cold temperatures but not to seeing pink snow. Amanda couldn't help herself. She bent over, scooped up some pink snow, sniffed it, and tasted it. It's sweet. It tastes like strawberry ice cream. She squealed with delight, and everyone joined in scooping and tasting with great joy. Dylan thought to himself, This is a miracle. Unbelievable. He hitched up the dog sled team, and he and Tom rode around their property. Lo and behold, the pink snow fell only on their land. How could that be? Everywhere else they found plain white snow that had no taste. The family packed all the buckets they could find with strawberry-flavored snow. They couldn't believe what happened, and talked excitedly about it all day long. Chapter 7 The family didn't tell anyone about this stunning event, since they thought no one would believe them. At the end of the day, they noticed the flavored snow turning back into regular snow. Sunday morning came, and Aaron was first up to get ready for church. It was so cold out that she had to scrape the frost off the inside of the window to see whether more snow had fallen overnight. Once again, she was shocked to see something other than white snow. It was brown. She tiptoed to the front door and opened it just enough to reach out and scoop some snow into her hand. When she lifted it to her tongue, she couldn't believe the delicious chocolate flavor filling her mouth. She was so surprised, she could barely move for a moment. But then she began to run from room to room, awaking everyone with the news. Quick, get up, she said. This time it's no chocolate snow. The children were quickly dressed and outside, scooping and licking in amazement. 
when their parents again saw this special snow, was only on their land, they realized this was God's way of answering their prayers. Chapter 8 Let's tell our neighbors about this right away, said Michaela. Dylan agreed. They got ready for church, planning to deal with the miracle snow when they got home. Upon their return, Dylan and Tom were soon off with the dog sled to share the news. Hours passed, and as Michaela started to worry, she spotted the dog sled down along the river, followed by six other dog sled teams. Each sled was piled with empty containers. The neighbors approached the chocolate snow, bent down, scooped, and tasted. They all exclaimed, This is the most delicious ice cream we've ever tasted! Containers were being filled, as two of the neighbors commented about the chocolate snow falling only on the Jackson's land.